Hello everyone, welcome to part 3 of Droolcast E3 2018 coverage. Today we're going to be covering Bethesda and Ubisoft. There's a lot to go through here. My name is Jack, GamerTag Show 220. My friend that's on the other side of the microphone is Oscar, GamerTag True Oz. Welcome back. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Once again. Hi. We are just What's going right? through E3 coverage. There is so much at this E3. Everyone thought yeah. it was going to be Battle Royales on Battle Royales on Battle Royales. It's funny, man. It's I was been the exact people. opposite. Uh, yep. So well, I, I'm amazed, absolutely yep. amazed that that's not what happened. Um, but yeah, we'll let, let's 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 kick it off. Let's hop in. Starting with Bethesda, Rage Two Spring 2019 is the release. No specific date, just spring. And I'm just gonna say, to me, this game looked like an open world battle storm or a bullet storm. Uh, yeah, I I, I agree. I'll, I mean, I'll, yep. I mean, more or less, it doesn't have the exact same moves, but... No points, no, no, nothing really all that crazy like that. But, like, in terms of, like, the, the movement and the, the gameplay and the, right. the the aesthetic of the game, I guess, is the, the proper way of, of, of putting it. I right. 100% agree with you. There were, like, anti-gravity grenades and the enemies would be thrown into the air and then you could throw, like, wraparound grenades around them or <laughs> do stuff like that. I felt the gun even had similar sound effects and a bunch of stuff like that. I just played Bulletstorm also a few weeks ago. So maybe oh, nice. that's Good for you. that's why I went and got some achievements in it. So maybe that's I why I, I got that feeling because I have you know if I hadn't played Bulletstorm recently. Intro I mean, I song by that. Andrew WK. Come on, man, you can't can't just hop over that. Uh, yeah, Andrew yeah, fucking Andrew WK. WK is really tight pants, and <laughs> he, he played the. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. I'm sorry, man. I thought okay, whatever. I'm not even gonna say. Go okay. Anyways. Um, he performed the song there. It was good, and I mean, it matched the the game and everything. I'm not convinced. I'm not sold on Rage Two. I feel like it'll be solid though. I feel like it'll be better than the first one. I still saw some texture pop in in the trailer, which I thought was odd. You would think they would try to avoid that, Polish but that, yeah. I definitely noticed it. And I went back and rewatched just to make sure it was what I thought it was, and definitely was. I was kind of sure surprised. Um, but what's it called? What? Yeah, that's really all I have. Is like bullets. I, I honestly, I have nothing on this. Um, yeah, it, it like it, like you said, it looks great. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's really I, I about nothing. it. I'm just I, not interested. Sorry. I also thought that the bad guys and the main character, the protagonist, they look too much like each other. Everyone has like crazy hair colors and mohawks and th- you know things like that. I, so I felt that the main character wasn't distinguished enough from the rest of the characters in the game. Aren't I mean they're all in this living in this like same. Right, but I mean, you can have that, but you still have, like, people be different. And I just felt they were too okay. similar. Fair you enough. Know? Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. That, that's it, yeah. They had a couple other things on there, but... Um, Elder Scrolls Legends, I'll just fucking yeah. say it. And Elder Scrolls Online, which is already out. Elder Scrolls Legends is a, a what's it called? A strategy card game. Right, and it's coming to Switch later this year. We probably should have the Nintendo one. We kind of missed that. And anyways, we'll skip over to Derm. <laughs> Gosh, Derm. Derm. <laughs> Dude, this is what happens, man. E three. E three. Imagine if we were actually at E three. Like, I'd be covering... exhausted. Yeah, if I was yeah. at meetings all day, I'd be exhausted. Doom Eternal. So basically, the next Doom. Doom two. I guess you call it that. Derp. It's gonna. They didn't give you too much information about it. It's gonna debut at QuakeCon. Supposedly, twice the amount of demons. It's gonna be hell on earth. And yeah. they just said basically it's what people have been asking for. And other than that, um, they didn't tell us. I said this the other day. It. The music for almost every Bethesda game pulls you in. Not nothing different. No difference with. Uh, did with you play Doom Eternal? The Doom reboot. I didn't. Okay. I played the beta and I thought it was okay until they had some weird unlockables for your character, and I was like, "Yeah, this feels kind of weird. I don't really want to play it." Okay. Anyways, cool. They have two new right Wolfenstein though. games coming out. Wolfenstein Youngblood's coming out 2019. They did not give any time frame in 2019. They just said 2019. Yeah. And basically, it's going to be... So BJ's the main character in Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. And this one is called Youngblood because his twin daughters are the main characters of this game. So it's Mm -hmm. based in the 1980s. It's going to be a co-op game. You also play single player if you want to, but they designed it for a co-op game. Also, not too much like gameplay or anything about that, but... I'm actually interested in this one. I still want to play Wolfenstein 2. I haven't, and I keep looking whenever there's sales, and I haven't pulled the trigger yet on it, but I have a feeling I'm going to at some point. One and of uh, uh, our show our show friend, a friend of the show, I think that's how I want to word it, um, uh, Mark's top games, Wolfenstein. Uh, but he played the other one, right? You're talking about Mark Vaughn. 
Yeah. Yeah, shout out Von Live. But he, I'm pretty sure because they had Wolfenstein. The last one was Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Did mm-hmm. he play that one or did he only play the one before it? I think he played two because, I mean, there's a Let's Play series that he did. And that was oh, really? the last time he uploaded. So I guess we could go to his YouTube channel. We should check because I remember him it. really liking the first one and I kind of like ragged on him for it. I was like, like that's uh, dumb. Like, no one's going to like that. You're, you're silly. You shouldn't like that. But I'll, he did. Uh, I'll let you know in exactly like. Okay, cool. So I'll carry on. You can let me know because we're still on Wolfenstein. They're coming out with a VR game, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot. Basically, you're a hacker. You're going to take over Nazi robots, and you're going to send the robots to kill their masters, kill the Nazis. And they didn't say what platforms it's going to be on, but so far, Bethesda VR games have been on Steam VR, not on Oculus, and I think also PSVR. Doom is PSVR also, I think. So I have a feeling they're going to leave Oculus out, and there's legal issues why I'm pretty sure that's going to remain that way. Hmm. But anyways, if you guys know the history between Xenomax and... John Carmack and that whole thing. You'll also know why. If not, give it a Google and read it up. Did you find give out it what? Give a Google. I yeah. didn't because I'm not logged in. So. Oh, uh, okay. Anyways, Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six. November 14, twenty eighteen. The game comes out this year. Huge, huge news. Four times the size. <laughs> 16 times the, I feel like Todd Howard right now so I, need to, cause I, cause I saw him say it in person and I saw him yeah. say it again at the Bethesda conference once I got oh, home oh that's right yeah because yeah, he was at Microsoft's uh, briefing also 4 times the size 16 times the detail you can even view distant weather systems all the way across the map 6 distinct regions and they're going to have a collector's edition obviously which I thought was pretty cool and we kind of talked about this yesterday or a couple days ago whenever it was I remember we brought it up and asked if you're going to buy it. It's called the Power Armor Edition. They have a map of the whole game, which glows in the dark. And they also mm-hmm. give you, like, little army guys, the size of little it army guys. It fucking glows in the dark. Yeah, yeah, it's how Howard got real. <laughs> he emphasized that the map glows in the dark. And you get little army-sized guys, but they're characters from the game. Yep. And you also get a T-51 Power Armor Helmet, which has a working headlamp voice modulation and is wearable so it's not just something i put on my desk or on the shelf this is something i can actually wear and walk around real life wearing this helmet in you asked me if i was going to get this and i told you no and you want to know why i said no i mean you kind of got into a little bit but you know go ahead because i have a fucking helmet from call of duty modern warfare 2 that I mean, it works. It's cool. But when in the fuck am I ever going to need night vision? <laughs> I, I don't know. I figure night vision is more useful than a uh, T-51 power armor oh helmet. Oh, my God. Um, just confirmation, he played uh, Wolfenstein The Old Blood. Yeah, so that was the first one. The first one, yep. yeah. I, don't, I, I didn't also, think he got to the new one yet. Uh, reverse shout-out to Mark Vaughn because he cleaned out all of his videos on his YouTube channel. He deleted Everything. Everything this guy we'll have to talk Re- to him about that reverse shout out we will he, talk to him however taking his we shout are out featured. away from yep, mark it's called, it's called a reverse i just wanted to emphasize reverse <laughs> um but he left us as a featured channel so thanks mark <laughs> bless you love you cool and if you <laughs> haven't already haven't already heard follow 76 is based in west virginia and you're in one of the first vaults ever created it's a whole thing each character is a real person so any character so, you experience in the world is another person playing. I have a lot to say about this game that I'm very skeptical over because he said there are no NPCs. Well, okay. So he right after he said each character is a real person, it's always mm-hmm. online. I was like, oh, gosh. But then he stopped because he's like, I know you guys have a thousand questions. Yeah. And that's let me, me answer. <laughs> let me answer them. So he said, you can play single player if you want to, just as you've done every other Fallout game. You can do that if you want to. But, but they're is, building but, this but game a... with the idea that you're going to be playing in an online environment. Well, he said it's 100% online, so you can play solo, but if it's still an online game, how does that make any No, no, sense? no, you can still play. Like, you know, so think about it this way. Think about any other co-op game that you can like jump in and out on. So yeah, okay. let's say like Gears or Halo or uh, what's the other one I was thinking of? Crackdown. So I can yeah. set a mode when I start the game like, hey, this game is only me. No one can join. Mm-hmm. Or my game is joinable only by friends. Or mm-hmm. my game is wide open to anybody. Anybody can join it. So it's probably going to have similar settings like that. Okay. So, there. okay, 
there, there's a lot of things. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit with the nukes system. Okay. Where they announced that you can basically, if you, there's nukes hidden throughout the map, you can find the keys to use said nuke to launch said nuke uh, to whomever or wherever on the map. Correct. So if there's a, a faction or a, a group of people that you know are in cer- a specific area, you can decide if you happen to find all of the keys, you can send a nuke over there. In doing so, not only will you kill them, you will destroy whatever environment, whatever, uh, I guess, I don't want to say world, but whatever ecosystem or whatever is in that area will now be forever gone. So my question is, if I join a friend server, that world is not gone. It is only gone in whatever world we're in. But what if I want to leave my world? I don't want to be a part of that one anymore, and I want a new one because somebody nuked something, like they did something stupid. Hmm. Right? I see what you're saying. Right, so it's like There's my a, game... I have a... Yeah. My game lives in... Okay, so they said there's servers. First of all, all the servers are... 100% dedicated. 100% dedicated, right. And the servers, but there's no servers. So you hit start game, and you don't know what server you're on or where you're living at, but that would be like an instance. Let's call it an instance, right? It's like serve, like in world instance one of 10, 10 million or something. Sure. So you want to leave world instance one to go to world instance two. Yep. Right. So is that a possibility? That's kind of where I'm at. So like, like that's one of the main things that, that, that I, 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 I don't know. Like this game has been on my mind ever since they talked about it because there's so the saying no NPC Really, like, it got me thinking a lot. Well, yeah, he never said no NPC. I believe it was mentioned that there's no NPCs. He never said no NPC, though. Hmm. Not that I heard, on the conference at least. Okay. Like you said, maybe, you can still play I... single player, right? You said you can still play single player, so if there has to be other characters in the world, then there's going to be other characters in the world. So basically, if I don't want people messing with my stuff, there's nobody going to be messing with my stuff. Like, no other human players messing with my stuff. Okay. They still have the monsters that attack your base, all that stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure you can play it without other people messing up your stuff. Um, so... <laughs> there's no NPCs except for robots. Whatever that me- means. Okay. There are no NPCs, so that's one of the big differences that we really leaned on, which is every character you see is a real person. But there are still robots and terminals and holotapes. Okay, that answers at least a little bit. Okay. I don't know what robots are. I haven't played Fallout uh, since Fallout 2, maybe. Um, terminals, I guess I'm a little familiar with. No idea what holotapes are. But, okay, I guess there is still some sort of uh, ecosystem to be had with, like, terminals and i guess these robots that they speak of so. yeah yeah you're good so okay. also if you die so say someone does nuke you and you die you don't mm-hmm. lose your progression or your character all that stuff stays so i'm do not sure how you respond though. huh do you lose items though so i, I didn't even he didn't really say maybe See, it's so like is... maybe it's yeah. like whatever is not stored in a vault or stored away i probably lose but whatever so that's stored what away, i was I get thinking to keep. yeah if it's on your body, you lose it. Probably, yeah. If it's stored away somewhere, you keep it. Yeah. And I think that makes a lot more sense. So here's what I was thinking. I, I want to play this game as the number one guy to go to. Like, I want to be known in my, my, my server, right, as the guy with the ability to n- nuke someone, right? Gosh, you're like RuneScape all over again, dude. <laughs> I want to be. I want to have all of the keys for a nuke. You can't though. I don't think you can. I know. I'm just. Just hear me out. Okay. Right. I want to be this guy. I want to be known as the guy who has the keys. You want to. You want to be God. Um. Pretty much. If you control all the new keys, you're basically. I don't want to control all the new keys. I want to have a, a monopoly of the keys. I don't want a nuke. I'm a very peaceful person. Except I'll kill you for your key. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but well, so here's my thing, right? If I have a key and I die, who like will I lose that key? That's where I was getting at with this. I think it depends so, how it's stored. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's why that 
I guess the the questions I I revert I mixed them reverse them, um because as long as it's in a vault or saved somewhere like stored somewhere I feel like you don't lose any of that stuff but anything that's on your body you lose which makes me feel like it would be kind of shitty if you and another group clear out where a nuke is to find a key and one random just scurries on by sees the key or gets the, like the the enemy with the key grabs it and runs away. I don't think like they'd that. be able to run away. Well, so, if there's yeah, two hopefully of you not. Or multiples of you, I don't think they're running anywhere. Hopefully not. Yeah. But I, and hopefully, if that is uh, an option, that we could kill them to take our, what belongs to us. And then it becomes a matter of does this group win or does that group win? Who gets the final say on who gets the key? Yeah. So, a lot of conflict. I feel like this game is going to cause a lot of problems, which is great because the game, like everything about it, sounds amazing. Um, but still, I mean, like you said, there are a ton of questions. We're all very, still very interested. Yeah, I think Four it's going to work out though. I, I felt confident, and even though not everything was explained, I felt like everything would be it work out. It'd be okay. Um, are you interested in this game? Actually, a little bit. Okay, like yeah. like you will actually download this, like you or get this, buy this. A little bit. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I'll, I'll accept that. 20%. <laughs> oh, wow. 20%. Really? That low? Yeah, that's a little bit. What do you think a little Why, bit means? Um, uh, I, I put you maybe 40. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's like because, a, a medium a bit. Because, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, okay, that's fine. 20 yeah. is fine. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's only, I was just um, interested. That's there's only other like the other players in your world or whatever in your instance are in the dozens. So there's not a lot, maybe like twenty or thirty other people. And also, we don't know persistence. So, like you said, do I always load into the same instance? So, say my instance has fifty people in it, or forty, or thirty-six, or whatever. If we do multiples of, of dozens, mm-hmm. like say you're not online, then there may be ten people in the world. I don't know how that works out. I don't know if they're always going to strive to have like, a consistent number. Yeah. Or if it's just like, hey, these but people if it's belong f- on this instance, and with their, when they're signed in, they are, and when they're not, they're not. So at know. one point, it becomes an entire ghost town. Like, see, that's what I mean. Like, it's right. just so weird. Right. So maybe um, it doesn't. You can't like have that. fill-ins because if you nuke this one area, it's nuked in my instance, but not nuked in your instance. So like, what? Like, I, I don't get it. You know, I, I there's a lot that I don't understand. Um, but still, very, very interested in this. Okay. Cool. Very interested. Sounds good. So that's like a seventy-five percent for you. Um, I'm, yeah, okay. I'll give it. I'll, I'll go Is up to an eighty. Very interested. Eighty. Okay. So eighty percent. I'll go up to an eighty, and the only reason the other twenty is not there is because the other twenty went to you. <laughs> no, no, no. Our percentages don't. We're not taking <laughs> no, from the same hundred. <laughs> Our hundreds are different. They're independent. Come on, man. Make it make it romantic, bro. Oh my gosh. I'm moving it's on. Elder you, Scrolls Blades is coming it's out this you, fall for free. So fall 2018 <laughs> for free. iOS, Android, and you can go to playblades.com for early access. Also going to end up on VR and consoles eventually. Yep. Todd Howard explained that you can put your phone in portrait mode. And the reason why is because if you're in a meeting and playing a game, that uh, you should be able to not be obvious that you're playing a game in a meeting. So I thought that um, was kind of funny. Yeah. Are you interested in this? No. Okay. I figured. Yeah. Because I am. <laughs> okay. Cross the uh, portrait play. mode sold me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. Once I saw that screen flip, I was like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. Yeah, he said I'm it was in. very important. Remember, he said it was oh. very important to the team, to him, that they can have a portrait mode or landscape, and you can go on the fly. It's not like you have to pick a setting when 100%. the game starts. You just turn your phone like you would usually. And start playing the game in portrait mode or landscape, whichever way you want to go. You can either just watch tap- out and don't uh, don't drive while playing this. Yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. You can tap to move or use like a dual stick configuration on screen dual stick configuration. And they redid all the combat. They did everything like that just to make it friendly on mobile. I mean, it looks mm-hmm. actually if if you're a fan of Elder Scrolls or RPGs in general, I think this looks amazing for yeah. on, on on a phone for a mobile for a mobile yeah it's like a full experience game the graphics look amazing he stressed Todd Howard like stressed so many times that it's like console level graphics on a phone and i mean it looked, it looked so amazing so they demoed it on an iPhone 10 i have a feeling you will only be able to play this on an iPhone 10 like, no. well, sorry uh sorry 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 on an iPhone 10 like you won't be able to play it on any other iPhones 
for Android, you're more than likely looking at a high-end Android phone. So a Note 8, for example, a S9, like no, whatever I think the latest work. is. It'll work because, on like iPhone 7, 8, and 10 probably, at least. Probably uh, even 6. Well, the thing that sold me on, on this game really was the um, the town. The way that you can build your town and kind of customize it to what you need is pretty cool. And the fact that you can visit your friends' towns and shit like that, like I thought that was that was interesting. So definitely. Yeah. Um I like the the game modes too. So the town is like the, the, the story and all that other stuff. Uh you have the abyss, which is just like how long can you survive, and then you have the arena, which is uh one v one player combat. So there's there's a lot there's a lot of lot of things to, to experience in a in a mobile game that looks fucking very pretty. Exactly. Yeah, they have full outdoor areas, full dungeons. Like, there's nothing that I don't think they left anything out. So, yeah. Oh, it, it looks really generated good. Generated dungeons too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, it's, it's well, hand. It's there's solid. both. There's handcrafted and procedure. So, yeah, solid. they have they're both. Solid, yeah, it, solid, solid, solid. it looks like they put a lot of time into this, and yep. it's free. It's gonna be free. And it's free. Yeah. So go ahead and hop in if you're interested in that at all. Because I mean, I'm not interested, but it does look really good. If I were interested, I would definitely. You'd be all over it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I yeah. mean. You can definitely tell they put time on that, and it looks great. So, hundred percent. And for yeah, like for a mobile game, like I, I'm, I'm interested. Yep. Totally. Way better than the other mobile game. We'll talk about that another day. Okay. <laughs> and then Jesus to Christ. sum up, uh, Bethesda, they just uh, like teased very quickly. Teased they have a, a next gen game. So that's three, four years from now, at least <laughs> you would say, right? And they didn't show anything but the logo. It's called Starfield. We know nothing else about it. It looks like it's going to be in space somewhere. That's about all we know. But Todd said they've been working on it for years, and it's going to be a next-gen game. So 2022, maybe? 2021? Sometime around there? You're putting numbers, and um, I'm not for it. Huh? I said you're putting numbers, and I'm not for it. You don't think next-gen is 2021 I don't know what next-gen is. Next-gen could be next year. I don't know. No, I don't think so. You think you're going to get new consoles in 2019? We went from an X. How long did it take from one to one X? It took or from four to pro. What year? It came out last year, right? The the Scorpio, yeah. Scorpio 1X. came out last year, so that's four years. Okay, so yeah, okay, too soon, but still, it's <laughs> only been yeah. One X has only been out a year. You gotta think about it this way: if new consoles come out, they have to be a big enough leap where I have, I'm going to spend another $400 or so. Yeah. yeah. And right now, one X is already no po- pretty powerful. So it, it better be something. Drop the price. Yeah. They could drop the price, but that's not next gen game though. Like he said, next gen game. So to yeah. me, that's literally next gen. And I don't think we're going to get that for three years or four years from, from now. Sorry. Would you consider going from like original 360 to blades? Would you consider that going up a gen? What do you mean? Like you said you to consider, blades. Yeah, you remember blade or uh, the blades on the on three sixty? Okay, like, yeah. I, I, I thought we were talking about Elder Scrolls blades for a second. No, sorry, what? yeah, just yeah. Side, little off off. Yeah, like, so blades here. was the original dashboard of three sixty. Dashboard, sorry, dashboard update. So would you consider going from old school to blades? Would you consider that moving up in generation? What do you mean old school? What's old school? Before blades, what was there? There was it was blades. Oh. That was the really? first dashboard on Xbox was Blades. And then it went from Blades to what? To the new Xbox experience, the like uh oh, tiles. So would you consider Okay, sorry. So would you consider that the uh, no. a, a generation? No, it's very upgrade. clear what a generation is. I mean Okay, I was just curious. Yeah. I just wanted to know, I wanted to get your take on whether or no. not yes or no. Okay. No, no. Fair enough. That's just a OS update, you know, to make it feel Fair fresh enough. even though it's been out for like 3 years or whatever. So yep. Yeah, I know. Generation is, I mean, we're, I think it's eighth generation right now. So, you know, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PS4 are eighth generation. And the seventh was 360, PS3, and Wii U. So, actually, Wii U is kind of like, whatever, they're kind of in between. But it's a whole other story to argue about that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, uh, so next gen, like I said, I don't think it's going to be for at least a few years. Because, I mean, they're going to have to, you know, if One X has 12 gigs of memory, you're going to have to have at least 16 in the next Here's, one. I I just don't understand GDDR6 isn't really mainstream yet. You know, HBM2 isn't really mainstream yet. Like, it's not cheap enough to put in consoles. So it's like, we got to wait for that stuff to drop in price. I just um, don't get why they would even say, hey, 
here's a game that we're working on, but it's not going <laughs> to come out until the next generation of consoles. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't. I feel like that happens why? a lot. I mean, look at what did um, gosh, what game was it? It was Gran Turismo Four. Is that what it was? Like it was supposed to come out on PS2 or something, and then it got delayed. It was going to be a PS3 launch title, then it ended up being Prologue, and it ended up being like, you know, years after that or something like that. Or was it five? It was one of the Gran Turismos, I think. But it was like, you know, a five year development or something crazy, and it went over in the generation, and it was the whole thing. I mean, it happens. It just. Maybe they, they'd like, hey, either the technology we want is not available yet. Like, we know we want to make this game and we know what's coming, more can't. or less, and we just can't do it yet. So, this is what we're going to focus on next gen. Or we just don't have the time. We're working on so many other projects right now that our like, timeline is built up until we have time to go on. And, you know, next generation, in like four years, we'll have time to work on this. And this is what Imagine we're a space with. game, right? Starfield, yeah. space game where it's like Fallout 76, bro. Yeah, it'll be nuts. Oh, that sounds. Yes. Nice. I can't believe we talked for like five minutes on a game that literally. On a game that has hasn't. Even, I mean, nothing. I guess they did their job, right? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Anyways, and they also teased um, Elder Scrolls Six, and that was about it. And they said it was, was going to come okay, out after Starfield, so that's. Title. Huh. It was a. They they released a title card. <laughs> and they showed that like a short teams. glimpse of the world. They give you like a little overview of the world. They showed a mountain and some fucking okay. clouds. Yeah, they posted yeah. on clouded art. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyways, cool. but they said it was going to come out after Starfield, so that's like six, seven that's years away, maybe. Mm, Anyways, again with the numbers. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm pretty accurate with them. We'll see. Okay, Ubisoft. Ubi. Let's hop through this pretty quick. Actually, we're doing. I didn't watch a lot of this, so. Did you see the part, the first part, Begun, no. Beyond Good and Evil 2? Nope. You didn't see this? I didn't, and I want to, so... Yeah, you should. Sell me. <laughs> well, all the gameplay they show, I'm pretty sure, is, like, pre-rendered. It's not, you know, like, in-game footage. Mm-hmm. But, um... Basically, the characters seem personable. They seem likable. They seem relatable. Uh, it it's kind of has... I, I'm going to explain it. I'm going to put it this way. Guardians of the Galaxy feel. Oh. So, like, you okay. have you know, four or five main characters and they're all kind of funny. They all have their own things, but it works. It's not like, Oh, this person is whatever. I felt like they all worked. They worked together and they had like that cohesive unit type. Like, you know, they're a group, but they're also like really independent. They're also their own individuals. And I still haven't played beyond, beyond good and evil one. I have it though. I'm pretty sure on my Xbox, which I really want to go and play. But I mean, um, can I just pause you for like two seconds, real you quick? You can pause me for this ten seconds. This is the game. Okay, this is the game or that had, um, what's it called? It was like, like a Ganesha, like in the back, like a, like a like a Buddha type, like in the atmosphere, right? Last year, uh, I don't remember. I me- I kind of remember the trailer last year. This one was kind of similar, but. I, I don't Th- remember. There was like it. a Hindu god or something just kind of like up in the air, I don't air, remember right? that much about it. I don't remember that okay, much. Okay, sorry. Anyways, okay. go on. Oh, this is the one. I, I mean, I know. I think I know. What the, it's the one with the pig and the... Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah okay. of course. Yeah. So basically, um, they didn't show too much of the game and they didn't give a release date either. But it's an action adventure RPG so you can do solo or co-op. It's an open universe oh. and they're building with fans. I know you were questioning what this meant. And... Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. So... They're calling it the Space Monkey Program, and basically it's an open invitation for anyone to submit ideas, music, artwork, or any original content. So, you know, there's all kinds of stuff a game needs. So if there's a mural or there's street art or, you know, in-game radio station, anything like that, they're giving you and I or anybody else, any creative person in the world, they're giving a, the opportunity to the, work on yeah. this. And how they're doing it... Um, Which is something that hit record... Yeah, which so we're gonna, about to get into has been doing with movies, with shorts. So I'm very familiar with it. Record. I just didn't know that they were diving into the video game industry. So yeah. So Joseph Gordon Levitt is the founder of Hit Record, and he's an actor. You might know him from Inception and some other movies, right? Batman. Yep. 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 Um, but he basically explained it that the point of Hit Record, they're the ones that are like the liaison for the content. So mm-hmm. any content that ends up in Beyond Good and Evil 2 has to go through Hit Record. That's the way it goes. So it's not like I'm just sending a song and I'm saying like, hey, put my song in the game or vote on my song. What they're saying is, there's like basically it's basically like a job description. Like, hey, we need a song that's going to encompass this type of feeling or this moment of a game. Have and you then, um, ever gone into Hit Record? Just I, I did, 
to look at what was on there for okay. the game. I haven't looked at it. So, I had never heard of it before this, though. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They had a show and everything on TV. So I, I was a real big fan. I'm, I love uh, Joseph Gordon. So yeah. um, just watching, just hearing or seeing his name attached to this game gives me more of a reason to want to play this game mm-hmm. uh, because of what his company does. Um, and yeah, no. So, I mean, the way that they've done it in the past or the way that I've seen some of the, his stuff go uh, into like production is fans vote on it so is that still a thing with this or no no it was more about like so they I mean, there still might be the voting ones. there still might be voting okay. i'm not sure but i know like the creation part like i said isn't me just uploading a song they're posting like a description hey we what need we something need. for yep. this and then yep. people like apply to collaborate on that and then i can work with people like i can work with a team of whoever whoever it ends up being people mm-hmm. all around the world to make this song and then I don't know what the process is after that. Like, hey, how does it actually get put into the game after that? But that's kind of like the deal. So it's like, it's all about collaborating first. And then whatever the group of those people create while they collaborate could be put into the game. But it seems okay. like a lot of the content in the game is going to be from this process. Filtered through that process. Yeah. I don't, they didn't give like a percentage or anything, but how they explained um, it, I felt fine. like it was a good amount. You know yeah. Overall, like I'm still, I'm still happy that that this it's going through hit record. I I think it's it's a great service, um, to just I mean it's fan made stuff like you you, you know, and it's quality stuff that you'll get noticed. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. It's another way for somebody to get noticed. That's yeah, I mean, even it's probably not going to have your name on stuff, but you can put it on a resume. Like, hey, I collaborated on this, and my artwork or whatever, my song or exactly. whatever it is, is in in this game like you, you know it's what i worked on i've worked with teams all across of people all across the world and it's a good resume builder and it's also cool just to be able to see it to be like hey this is in our you know i made this and it's in a game basically mm-hmm. something i created is living forever and millions of people are seeing it so it's a really cool thing yep. and if you're interested in that you can go to hitrecord.org slash bg game so that's b-g-g-a-m-e two g's and uh they're awesome. gonna also have more at, i guess they're having their own like beyond good and evil fest so BG Fest, for, huh? Sorry, are they, no. sorry. Are they looking for writers and stuff like that also, or is it specifically just they like just? Music I think pretty much or... everything. So I don't know. Okay. I wow. I didn't. The site was kind of. It wasn't in full. Of, I mean, the site was down and up and down and up at the time of the conference. I, I'm gonna go in there. I, you know what, man? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna submit some stuff. I'm yeah, you should. Well, I mean, I collaborate. I love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and it's a really good way to meet other creative minds. Who exactly? I mean, you you bounce ideas off of each other, and that's the point of you know hit record. So. Yep. Um. Anyways, onwards. You were For saying sure. uh, BG Fest. Sorry. Oh yeah, B- they're gonna have more about Beyond Good and Evil Two at BG Fest this fall in Montpelier, and that's in Canada. So, I think oh. it is right. Yeah, it's in. Are Canada. they a Canadian studio? Ubisoft, yeah. Well, okay, sorry, not what I meant. <laughs> oh, the uh, <laughs> the studio that's working specifically for uh, Beyond Good and Evil. I, I believe so. I think it's like uh, the Montreal offset, uh, or okay. no, it's not. It is Montpelier, and uh, oh, actually, there's. Okay multiple ubisoft developer i'm looking at right now so there's yeah. montpelier and sofia and barcelona so oh, right on yeah and awesome. actually montpelier is not in canada it's in france so <laughs> you, you, i mean i guess close enough <laughs> no not at all <laughs> not this even close. Guy. isn't there another montpelier though like one in canada i swear there is <laughs> trials <laughs> rising <laughs> oh you know where it's at i think i'm thinking where? like vermont or something i don't know oh my yeah still, isn't there one enough, in vermont bro. you're young. yeah you're close yep what do you mean i'm close Tri- <laughs> <laughs> is there isn't there i want to know trials rising oh my god they're gonna tell me trials what, rising um, go ahead you're you're a trials fan so and i'm a trials fan man there. this looked great uh i didn't like i said i i didn't really get to to watch a lot of uh what's going on so fill me in if i'm wrong but eight player multiplayer um i know that ran down so maybe sure uh, i just saw a bunch of bikes when i was trying to pay attention to this this yeah. video and it looked fucking it, it just looked fun man i really miss it um i thought the last version of the game was utter shit <laughs> which 
makes me a little optimistic about uh, Trials Rising, but you know what, man? It's it was still fun. It still had the challenges. I like where you know if if sure eight player multiplayer as long as it works because it sure as fuck didn't work early right. on. With wasn't the, wasn't multiplayer the, not even in the last it, one, and then they like patched it, it in because it was broken. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought they like I thought it was like not included, and then they patched it in. No, it was included it was and broken. it was broken. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen with this one. It looks uh, good. So I'm hoping that this works. But yeah, yeah. visually, I mean, visually, th- this game has always looked like decent. I guess you disagree. No, I agree. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it always looks decent. It's just not a game that I care to play. That's all. Fair enough. But if you're interested, trialsgame.com. There's a closed beta later this year, and the game comes out February 2019. Exact date was not stated. And pretty much all platforms, Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Switch. It's on the 22nd. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no. You just, just want to put it there. <laughs> just fucking with you. Yeah. You just want to put it there. <laughs> Every Skull game is on the February Yeah, 22nd. it seems like it's it. No, it's funny. I was watching some um, Mixer content earlier, and I forgot who they interviewed. Gosh. Oh, it was for... Um, no, I don't know. It was for a game. Anyways, and they were like, hey, so your game comes out February 22nd. They're like, yeah. And he was like, oh, it was for Metro Exodus. That's what it was. They reviewed one of the developers for that, and he was like, yeah, yeah. we didn't plan that. You know, it just kind of ended up that every game is coming out on February 22nd. <laughs> so, <laughs> he actually made a mention. <laughs> yeah, like, one of the interviewers asked him, like, so February 22nd, are you sure, like, that's the day you're going to... He's like, yeah, we're coming out that day. So Yeah, sadly. Anyway, Skull and Bones is supposed to come out in 2019, and basically it's Black Flag, like, just the pirate version of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Or, yeah. as some people are calling it, the real Sea of Thieves or Sea of Thieves Part 2. Depends on sea who you ask. Sea of Thieves Grown Up. <laughs> yeah, Grown Up Edition. Sea of Thieves, not cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, there's pirate ships, and you go and shoot other pirate ships. And these pirate ships, they look crazy. So these Sea of Thieves pirate ships are really basic, whereas these are, these are a little more way more planned. elaborate. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have cannons in the front of the ship. You have can- You have like 20 cannons on the sides of the ship. You have, like, 20 sails. It's just ridiculous. The size of these ships is insane. You can cloak your ship to make it look like a friendly ship and then turn around and go attack, like, a a freighter or whatever and take all their stuff. And you can, of course, ally with other people around you. And once you sink a ship, it can be... It's a free-for-all. It's kind of like a raid. Um, So Sea of Thieves raid, like a Skull Fort, if anyone's on one of those. Same idea. Like, you know, you you go there and you kind of make a verbal agreement that you're not going to kill the other person and you end up killing them or they end up killing you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Once you guys come, once you guys get the, yeah. So you kind of do that. Uh, It's based in the Indian ocean and you can change your ship based on what type of weather you may end up with. So you can get a ship with more sails if there's going to be like favorable winds. So you go to the fortune teller and the fortune teller is like, yeah, today on the seas, there's going to be favorable winds. And you go out and get like your fancy ship with all the sails or depending on what's going on, you get a ship to kind of match those, um, those conditions so sea of thieves has left a very sour taste in my mouth when it comes to when it comes to piracy um i I registered for the beta for this i think last year when they announced it or alpha or something um and as interested as i am i'm also very not interested but (laughs) i guess we'll see i think it looks we're gonna have to wait and see yeah it looks solid enough for me to want to play it but it looks boring enough that it's just Sea of Thieves again. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen anyone listening, if you haven't seen the cinematic trailer for Skull and Bones, you definitely have to see it. Because uh, oh, if it were a movie, yeah. you'd be lining up to see this movie day oh, one. Oh, I would be first in line. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean this I, yeah. this cinematic trailer they put together is phenomenal. It's really great. But when I saw gameplay, I just felt that it's too complicated. Like the cool thing about Sea of Thieves is it's simple. The simplicity of it. Yeah, it's I, like, I hey, I have my yeah. ship, I have my two cannons, whatever, or I have my four cannons, or whatever it is. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it works, I think, because it's simple. And this one, I felt like, it, when you were shooting at ships, they had levels, so that probably means I'm going to have to, like, level up my ship, and this and that, and I have, like, there's, like, a 20-person crew. I mean, I don't think there's 20 players on your ship. I think I a lot are AI. Yeah. They're, like, NPCs. But still, it just seemed like it's, it was a lot more, and it could be fun, but I felt like more micromanagement might have to happen. And yeah. When I'm playing Sea of Thieves and I'm battling, I'm, I'm in a fight, the last thing I want to do is micromanage you. something. It's like I'm already yeah. overwhelmed. You know, I'm already just trying to move my ship and turn it and do all this stuff. And, like, the ships have certain powers. So one of the ships in Skull and Bones, if you anchor it, 
then you can use like all 15 cannons on. I mean, I don't think it's 15. It's a lot though, but it like it's a whole onslaught. Yeah, yeah, you can do. You can once you're anchored, you can like fire them all and stuff like that. So, and other ships can do other. They didn't really get into the other ones, but you can do stuff like that. So it just seems like there's a lot more micromanaging going on, which which could be bad or good. I think some people are really gonna like it, but like we both said, the the aesthetic of it is amazing. And if it were a movie, we'd all definitely be. <laughs> yeah. lined up waiting for it so yeah cool are you gonna get I, it i got um i'm i'm at a 10 wait so we're using percentages earlier oh 10 percent. <laughs> okay yeah 10 percent. and that's because of sea of thieves and that's just because of sea of thieves um i think had i seen sea of Th- like let's say sea of thieves and this were like up against each other i would lean more towards this as wanting to play it. Interesting. Um, it just, I don't know, it's not cartoony. It, it just looks a little, like, I don't know, it just looks more my style game. Yeah. Um, which, don't get me wrong, like, Sea of Thieves is still a great game. It just got really boring really quick. See, uh, I accept- and I have a feeling this would be the same, same I don't thing. know. I accept Sea of Thieves for what it is. Like, it's just, you go get a mission, and you go on it, and you get your and stuff, that's fine. and go back. Yeah, I, I get mean, it's it. Simple. Yeah. It's just boring. It's simple though. It's like I don't have to think. It that's what's nice about it. Yeah. It's I It's like every I, other I, game I'm I'm focused if I'm playing Gears or Fortnite or mm-hmm. Titanfall or whatever or if you're playing Anything. Rocket League like you're focusing 100% mm-hmm. of the time on whatever you're doing. And it's like here I could just kind of sit back. I get to go in the ocean. I get to go dig up some treasure and maybe I got to fight somebody and you know kind of just walk over here and see what's over here. Oh, I found a captain's chest. If I want to feel that, or... I'll play a mobile game. Yeah, I don't play mobile games. Oh, I guess that's exactly. a trade-off. Cool. Transference is a game that Ubisoft showed last year, and it was supposed Teased to come out. last year. Yeah, it was supposed to come out spring of this year, and they announced it as a VR-only game, but that's kind of changed. It's supposed to come out fall 2018, so it's still supposed to come out this year. It's a little bit later than they originally thought. It's going to be on VR and traditional platforms. They didn't say which VR headsets it's going to be on. So I don't know if it's going to be on, you know, Rift 5 Oculus and PSVR. Or... I don't know if it's going to be on those or not. But um, the game is the first game. It's a collaborative effort between Ubisoft and a new company called SpectreVision. SpectreVision. And that's Elijah Wood's company. So mm-hmm. it's basically, it looks very story-driven. And the whole point of the game is you, <laughs> there's a family. And you enter the consciousness of every family member. So you could hot swap between them. I don't know exactly or how long them. you're in them for. So I don't know if it's a <laughs> <laughs> couple pumps at least I would imagine. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a whole story like hey you pick the it's sun a long and, day, guys. and you sorry. play yeah. I don't know if it's like hey you pick the sun to begin with and you play his story. I don't know if it's like that and then you end it and then you play as another person or if you go between as you know, the the game goes on. I don't know if you do that. So I don't know if it's Hoswap or if you pick a, a character and play as that character the whole time. But it's kind of crazy. So it, they show the perspective of the son and it's first person. So like you're looking right at your dad. Your dad's telling you stuff like, hey, son, you know, this is how it has to be. This is so we can all be safe, so we can live a good life. And it's like, there's a little whisper. It's like, hey, he's lying. Don't listen to him. <laughs> you know, and you have to make decisions yeah. based on all this stuff. And it looks... It looks really deep. It looks like a, actually, I'm really interested in this game, VR or yeah. not. I think story-wise, it might be a really solid game. And you, that sounds uh, awesome. That yeah, story, I, like that, that one, like emotion that you get from just that experience. Right. I want more of that. <laughs> right. I was watching it. I was just like, this looks, this looks great. So, I mean, gameplay-wise, they said you look for clues, solve puzzles. Oh, I guess you, it says you switch between family members. Is what I wrote down. Switch between family members to solve the mystery. So I'm, I'm you, mid-game, you're going to be hopping between people and piecing things together, it looks like. So I answered our question that, that we had there. Yeah. And that's Transparency. Awesome. Fall 2018. It looks good. I hope it comes yeah, out on Rift. For that. If not, then I'll get it. I don't know why you highlighted else. this. Oh, I see why you highlighted Yep. Yeah. Um, actually, I guess we could stop on Starlink Battle for Atlas, or Atlas real quick. I always want to say Atlantis. I don't know why I want to say Atlantis, but <laughs> it's Starlink Battle for Atlas. Um. I'm not getting too much in the game. It comes out October 16, 2018. Fox is in it from Star Fox, which I thought was really cool. And it's, but he's only exclusive to Nintendo Switch version. So it's going to be on Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. But only Switch has Star Fox in it. Um, yep. 
and Miyamoto was there, which I thought was awesome. And then Yves Gilmore was there, who is one of my favorite guys. He should do the whole conference for Ubisoft. <laughs> he is my, like my favorite person. And this he is gave, the game with the the ships, right, on your controller. Yeah, it's like a cartoon. Yeah, the ships on the controller, and it's kind of cartoony. Um, anyways, Amiibo slash Skylanders, but with ships. Yeah, I, I don't know if you need them or not. They didn't really explain a lot, so that's why I'm not going too much into this because I don't know too okay. much about it. Anyways, um, sure. uh, anyways, it was cool. I was really happy to see Star Fox in there. It's cool that the Ubisoft and Nintendo, Nintendo collaboration is continuing. Yeah. And also Donkey Kong is coming to Mario plus Rabbids. I kind of skipped over that, but I'll mention that real quick. And I think that comes out June 26th. Is that right? June 26th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have yeah. Mario and Rabbids, June 26th, you get Donkey Kong Adventure. And For Honor, if you're interested in For Honor and never played it, there's a PC starter edition for free on Uplay. So get Uplay if you don't have it. That's Ubisoft's version of Steam and EA Origin type thing. You know? Their content. Yeah. Yeah. And that is free. Hey, so when June. is uh, the Uplay Premium coming out? Subscription? Uh, yeah, they, they, they didn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're interested in For Honor, June 11th to June 18th at the time you can get it, so make sure you go get that right now. They have an update coming out October 16th, Marching Fire Edition, New Faction, Four New Fighters, Ritual Enhancements, Four vs. Four Multiplayer, and you're going to be able to do like a castle siege. So four people in the castle defending it, four people attacking it, plus a lot of NPCs. If that's something you've ever sounded interested in, maybe you should be looking at a For Honor right now, and that's a free update, I'm pretty sure, that comes out. So anything else you want to add to For Honor before we... Nope. Cool. We can move on as quickly as possible. Yep, to Assassin's <laughs> I, Creed. I just don't... I, sorry, For Honor, I I have nothing... Mama You're told mad. me if you ain't got nothing good to say, <laughs> say it at don't all. Say nothing. <laughs> don't say nothing at all. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then last to close the show is, of course, another Assassin's Creed game. This one is called Odyssey. It comes out this year, October 5th, 2018. And you're going to be able to play as two different characters in this one. Alexios, who is the guy, or Cassandra, who's the lady. And they only really show the perspective of Cassandra. But basically, it looks like an Assassin's Creed game. But choose your own adventure Assassin's Creed game. So there's a lot of dialogue. And a lot of like what decisions you pick kind of influence what happens. Affect the world. Yeah. yeah. So you get contracted to say the thing they showed. You get contracted to kill some person, but in order to do that, it's going to cause a war because of who this person is, like who the person you're attacking is. So then the person you're talking to is like, oh, if you don't want to do it, I'll find somebody else. And then you say like, I don't want to start a war or like, I'll just go do it. So there's a few different options that you can pick. And it looks a little bit more, um, a little less linear than previous Assassin's Creed game. I mean, they're all open world, but this one, like story-wise, it feels like you get to, you know, explore a little bit more of what might happen if you did this or that so i don't think it's as in depth as dynamite too but yeah yeah um is it just me or can we just cut it with the assassin's creeds yeah there's too many just curious there's so many assassin's creed games no there are so many like okay so yeah go ahead dude Sorry, I just want to get this out there. The other day, There's not so even the many. other day, a couple, couple weeks ago with Games with Gold or whatever, I saw an Assassin's Creed I have never even heard of. He, right. like, I, That's one of the I origins, like, I okay. think, right? I'd like to think that I'm a, a very active member of the video game industry community, <laughs> I guess. I I think I know enough to hold a conversation for years of video, like video game. Like I could talk to anybody about video games, any game, anything. If you told me that this was a game, I would have not believed you. I would have said, man, you got to check your facts because there's, this game does not exist. I'm very familiar with a lot of video games. Assassin's Creed has so many, yeah. That I, I just, I, there's, just it's, stop. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And they did stop for a while. They did take a break, didn't they? Or no, I guess they said there were. I'm looking at the, I think there's I actually been loaded a, up on wiki. one to two games every, every year. Yeah. I thought they said they were going to take a break. But I mean, so I, a long time ago, I bought Assassin's Creed 1. I'm sorry. And some other game. Because I had like a, a gift card for, I mean, okay. it's when I still bought physical games. So I'm like, oh, let me grab this. It was like 10 bucks or 20 bucks or something, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And then over time, I acquired Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Revelations. And I think even Assassin's Creed 3. No, no. I think I got 3 and Black Flag, 3 and 4. I think I got those free with like Games of Gold. Whatever. I have a lot of Assassin's Creed games. Let me put it that way. And I want to play them, but at the same time, I don't want to because there's so many of them. And I just went through and counted 
how many main entries there are and main entry i mean it ended up on a console so like you know playstation or xbox yeah assassin's creed odyssey marks the 16th console game to be released Jesus Christ. that doesn't include like vita or ds or ds has its own little yeah mobile has its it's just too many, man. And look, they all look amazing. They all have different styles. I, it, does this game even relate to Assassin's Creed 1? No, so I'm looking at it right now. And Do actually, any of Wiki them is really even nice. relate to each other? Wiki's really nice. They have a lot of stuff in here. So <laughs> there's multiple settings. There's Third Crusade, Italian Renaissance, Colonial Era, Italian Renaissance, French Revolution, Imperial China, Victorian Era... Sick Empire, October Revolution. Uh, oh God, how do you say this one? It's like um, <laughs> I know how to say, it, but for some I can't say it. It's like um, Ptolemic. I think that might be it. Kingdom, and then there's Peloponnesian War, which is Odyssey, and so they're all different time periods. And look, man, not... if you learn your history through these games, I salute you. Because I did the same exact thing with, like, Rome Total War way back in the day. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, they pull from, like, real history to, to tell you stories and shit. And that's great. You know, very knowledgeable. I thought, you know, I back in the day, I used to love all of that stuff. So, um, kudos. But, holy fuck, man. Just, <laughs> there's too many. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I will never play any of these games. <laughs> I played the first one and I was already overwhelmed. Never yeah. mind the other fucking fifty-two. <laughs> exactly, there's a billion of them. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's Ubi. And I think that that's wraps Ubi. us up for for these two things. And I think we're gonna have an all the rest sometime. I mean, tomorrow. This, uh, th- this was this was the rest. I mean, I don't know. I think I, I guess have a, I don't know. I need to look at uh, pretty much. I mean, there's still we'll a couple figure things something out. I think maybe it'll just be next week's show. I don't know. It'll just so. be part of next week's show. I think we'll see what happens. The, there's a lot of stuff yeah. to talk about next week, though, too. So we'll figure it out. But, All right. But yeah. So that's a wrap on part three of our of Drillcast E3 coverage, <laughs> 2018 coverage. Yeah. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Truaz. He is at J Spin. The show you can follow that at Downright Up Left. Uh, Drillcast.com. And until next week. Or next time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Play two drool. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.